0: We put a bow on the win over the Minnesota Vikings and then turn the page to the Buccaneers matchup against the Chicago Bears. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks, Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. (laughs) What's up, and welcome into WTSP Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow on Twitter. I am James Yarko at jarko underscore bucks. He is Evan Klosky at Klosky WTSP. We are your host today of Locked on Bucks, credentialed members of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. Evan is on 10 Tampa Bay and at 10 com, And we are here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of 5 antibiotics that can treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's j a s e medical.com. Key matchups and week 2 predictions coming up a little bit later, but first we're going to put a nice pretty little bow on the win over the Minnesota Vikings. And I laid out my thoughts on the immediate live reaction episode. And then David was back on Monday's episode, or I'm sorry, Tuesday's episode with his reaction. So make sure you are, you have checked both of those out. There was plenty to be happy about plenty that, you know, we want to see improvement on bucks. Fans want to see improvement on, but Evan, I'm looking forward to hearing what your biggest takeaway from the game was
1: uh i think my biggest takeaway was actually how good baker looked um even if you go back to you know i was watching the film going back to where things looked awful right you went started three for 11 12 yards offense couldn't do nothing i don't think that was really a byproduct too much of baker i mean there was the, I think I think it was more Canales, to be honest. First off, Coe uh, Keeft being a significant part of Reed's should not be a thing and it's been well documented. I like Coe, but the, the margin for error when throwing to Coe is very small. So you have a ball batted down at the line. Uh, on the play that he tried to hit him deep, he was open. There were also, you know, Chris Godwin was also wide open in the middle of the field. If Chris Godwin was just... Earlier in his reads, in his progressions, he would have seen that. Um, and then also, there's the, the Co um ball that would have been a touchdown if 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 Baker threw. It, but but again, Baker threw it a little high. Co is not very athletic, thus the margin for error is smaller. He could have just thrown it to Cade Otten in the flat, and Cade would have picked up. Like he would have probably got it close to like the the five or, or four. So. Um, Looking back on a Baker was conservative, not trying to turn the football over. And I rather that than him trying to force it. But uh, I don't know if the Buccaneers really deserve to win that game, even though I predicted them the win. So tally won for me. Uh, it, it went down a little bit differently than what I would have thought. But uh, they they were gutsy. And I think their quarterback was gutsy, uh, especially in the times they needed him fourth and one third and two third and 10 uh it I just felt like he stepped up big time and kind of did everything that he, Dave Canales wanted him to do uh I, I don't know if he can survive a whole season taking some of those hits but um that's that's the kind of guy that he is that's the fire so that was that was encouraging I, I do want to explain to fans though that um Winning the turnover margin three zip and then also totaling less than 250 yards, uh, that, that you know, you can't rely on turnovers to win you ball games. You you want them. It's a huge emphasis, but uh, I, I think there there are a little bit of red flags there with the the lack of offensive production in the game, and maybe that's simply because. The first half was just extremely a lot of jitters, uh, not feeling comfortable, shaking out cobwebs, Canales kind of going through his first real game. So you can explain it away, but I I, I am slightly worried that the, the rushing attack was worse than what I was expecting.
0: Yeah, that was one of the things that I had, had mentioned on my reaction episode was that I, I l- want to see them continue to run the ball as often as they did. And it, it goes back, as I mentioned, to John Cooper in the Tampa Bay Lightning process over outcome. You continue doing what they were doing. Those results are going to be there. You know, I have faith in, in Rashad White. I have faith in Sean Tucker to be able to start to get that run game going. But I think that the total yardage output is exactly what you said. You look at that first half and it was just, it was so weird. You and I were even texting during the game. Like where, where is that Dave Canales offense that we saw in the preseason? And, and you had said you went from too cute to too conservative in, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And I think they're going to start to get those things straightened out and, and start to really develop that, that chemistry and get into a rhythm because, these, these guys that were on the field against the Minnesota Vikings weren't on the field a whole lot together during the preseason. So, you know, there's going to be growing pains with Baker, with the offensive line, with the rookie offensive coordinator, but I, I think ultimately they get it figured out.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and I will say something that Byron Lefwich never did and something that I know that um, Todd Bowles is very appreciative of, that even though the rushing attack did not look great – they stuck with it and Bowles Mm -hmm. said after the game uh either after the game or on monday i forget that even continuing to run the ball and picking up two and three it still has an effect because everyone has to be honest if you want to stop the run that keeps your linebackers in check and that still opens up the passing game and the play action now it was very key that uh dave Canales adjusted to what Brian Flores was doing for the Vikings, they pretty much just sent a linebacker. They were just blitzing a linebacker. And who was going was the question mark. It always rotated, but they were going to bring a linebacker and it was their sole job to attack Baker. They said, Mm -hmm. if if he's going to do a play action, we're just going to bring a guy to him. So even on runs, if you look back at the film, you have that linebacker coming off and he's just sort of out of the play because he's attacking Baker. So, you know, in that, uh, you, you know, you have to adjust, you throw some quick hitters, you find out where they're coming from and there's one less guy over there. Right. So, um, figure that out. And and by the efficiency that we saw from Baker and, and what we heard from Rashad White uh, after the game uh, on the Buccaneers radio, evidently Baker figured out sort of what they were doing and their calls and what their signals meant. And that might also have helped them, you know, find more success in the second half. I, I don't know if uh, if Chicago will allow that to happen, but the fact that he's able to do that just shows you kind of the the mind that he has uh, and sort of the way that he has to be successful because you're going from a quarterback who was the best ever at post snaps at post snap reads. And now you have Baker who um, needs to rely on, on knowing what's happening pre-snap a little bit more because when he gets pressure, it, it you know, he, he tends to, to get a little frazzled, but I, I didn't think that the, the, he made too many bad decisions. There were some things that that I, I would have liked differently, but I, I thought it was actually better than what I expected going to the film of, of what I remembered watching that game live.
0: Yeah, well, and, and we need to give a shout-out to Baker Mayfield, scepter-receptor for Week 1, Kyle Brandt's angry run winner. But, okay. Evan – It is time to get into the Week 2 matchup between the Buccaneers and the Bears. So what are the key matchups that can give either team the edge? That is next on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins got eight targets and put up zero fantasy points in week one against the Browns' tough secondary, but he gets a big shot to rebound against a much weaker Ravens secondary at home. The Texans had success throwing outside to their wideouts, and Higgins has a history of massive volume versus Baltimore Win healthy. Stick with Higgins in what should be a high-scoring affair as he makes quick amends opposite Jamar Chase. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy matchup, and eBay Motors knows what a championship team is about, and that is each player being a perfect fit same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers. In my case, it was brakes and rotors. Whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors ebay guarantee fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply thank you again for making locked on bucks first listen review every single day every day or be sure to come back tomorrow as i will be joined by lauren cox of locked on bears for cross yes exactly Boo to both the Bears and Lauren Cox. No, Lauren's a good guy. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking over crossover Thursdays. So it's going to be me and the host of whatever team the Buccaneers are playing. So make sure you come back because our everydayers know I'm going to have some fun talking about Justin Fields with Lauren Cox. But there were some really impressive performances by the Bucks on Sunday. The Bears, not so much. But you'd have to think that they're looking to bounce back after such a disappointing loss. So, Evan, let's let's start with the Bears here. Where do they need to look to find a key matchup where they have an advantage over the Buccaneers? I mean,
1: the the thing with the Bears is it's probably gonna have to fall onto the laps of Justin Fields, right? Oh, uh, that's a gonna, shame
0: for the Bears. Oh, and he's, and he's 17. He's gonna. <laughs> Get out of
1: here. Uh, He is – he's the one concern about the Buccaneers, and we don't have an update on Kalijah Kansi, but I would imagine even if at full strength Kansi is not going to play the amount of snaps that you would expect that he would play at full health. So it was pretty evident that once again, just like last year, if Bowles did not concoct some scheme – to trick the Vikings into, you know, not pick up a man or like, you know, Winfield coming off the edge or sending, you know, someone from, from a disguise. They weren't going to generate much pressure. They did early in the game when Kansi was on the field. It it looked great. Uh, When he left, uh, you, it just wasn't, it felt like it wasn't there. The coverage was solid. I, I thought they generated decent push. But nothing that that really truly frightened in the pocket. Uh, I, I would imagine that Fields is going to have the ability to wiggle away from some of the defensive linemen for for Tampa Bay. I think the Bucks kind of have to lean on a little bit of Diaby and Tryon who I guess is, uh, you know mostly in coverage these days. I'm starting to learn uh, based based on what I'm seeing there. So those are probably two of your fastest guys. Uh, I I thought Shaq Barrett was strong at kind of setting the edge in the run game and being a a fortifying force, which is important. But I I wasn't fairly encouraged that Shaq is anywhere close to the guy that's going to be pressuring a quarterback and, and fearing to, to win one-on-one matchups and and create these sacks. Um, at least not in game one, which, you know, there's a long way to go, and he's coming off in Achilles, which is a significant injury, as Aaron Rodgers is going to learn here. Um, so I, I would imagine Justin Fields utilizing his speed and open space to keep the chains moving and give his team chances to exploit openings. Um, I, I don't know specifically where... The Bears have this grandiose advantage over over Tampa Bay, may, maybe on on their defensive side in the front uh, on the on the D line. I, I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to run the ball much on Chicago, so they're going to force Baker to throw, and that could go really badly for the Bucks or the new Baker will prove that that's. Going to be a costly decision. So uh, I, I'm assuming they're going to steal a little bit of what Minnesota did because it worked for a good portion of the game. Um, you know, how how feasible it is to kind of continue blitzing a linebacker for four quarters. You're going to burn out your guys pretty quickly. We'll see. But that, I, I, that's sort of my my quick reaction is that there's no there's no like Justin Jefferson on the field. And, and for the Bucks right. having the game plan – for DJ Moore after Jefferson will be a little bit easier of a task, even if I respect DJ Moore immensely. Uh, he's a little bit more of a home run hitter uh, in a, in a, in a go sense than what Justin does, where he's so versatile in his routes, where you're just com- completely screwed um, and you're gonna you're gonna lose your your share of battles against him. Um, but I know that Fields was a little bit upset about how the game plan worked out, and they might. Go right back to sort of those quick hitter situations to get the ball out of his hand quickly and force the Bucks to tackle in open space against some some quicker dudes. But um, yeah, overall, I'm not I'm not I wouldn't be too scared if you're Tampa Bay. But but the Bears are not as bad as what we saw against the Packers either. I, I thought they kind of just mentally crumbled there at the end um, when when Green Bay uh, tacked it on there in the, in the fourth quarter.
0: If the Devin White that showed up against the Vikings shows up against the Bears, Justin Fields might get decapitated on live television. All right. we'll, we'll get to Devin White. <laughs> All right, and then real quick, on the flip side, where is the the key matchup where the Buccaneers have the clear advantage over Chicago? This is going to be a little
1: contradictory to what I said, but it's going to be Todd Bowles, by the way. I I, I think that if you look back, and, and it's a different – Justin Fields, a different Bears team, but two years ago, Todd Bowles, I mean, mincemeat, made mincemeat out of Justin Field. Uh, his line was 22 of 32, 184 yards, three interceptions, four sacks for a QBR of 2.7. Field also ran eight times for 38 yards. Um, it was, I mean, the Bucks won that game 38 to three, offensively speaking. They're not going to score 38. I would imagine a totally different Tom Brady to what you have now in Baker. Um, they also ran the ball for 182 yards. Don't see that as well. But Todd Bowles is tough. I mean he he is a, a, a really really good defensive mind. I put him top five in the NFL as far as coaches go in in scheming defensively, and it just as someone who's a Buckeye and loves Justin Fields, it seems to be very easy to kind of rattle him or or Mm -hmm. to confuse him. So when he's not making something out of nothing and he's got to actually go through reads and progressions and and the pre-snap looks a lot different than the post-snap, I think that's where he kind of gets his, his wires crossed. If you don't make life a little easier from a schematic standpoint as an OC on fields, you're really relying on him to do a lot out there. And it, I think mentally is going to be very tough for Justin Fields. And that's not a knock on him. It's, it's mentally tough for everybody. You, you saw Kirk cousins, uh, you know, get blindside hit by Antoine Winfield jr off of some of the looks that they were doing. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's very, it's what he does is very multiple. And is a reason why guys like Richard Sherman, who have been, who, who were in the league for a long time, probably a hall of famer say that learning that defense was a, a, a hell of a task. But I think that um, I, I think that Todd Balls is going to have a pretty good scheme. I, I would be shocked if the bucks got eviscerated by the bears Uh, offensively this is probably going to be a grinder of a game again which I'm going to mention throughout the course of the season because because I I don't think the Bucs are built to really blow people out so I think they're those gutsy efforts that's that's what you're going to have to see to win games
0: yeah three of 31 pass attempts by Fields on Sunday had over 10 yards in the air it's it's going to be interesting but we are going to get to the predictions for this one. Who will be Evan's player of the game and who wins? That is coming up in just a moment right here on Locked On Bucks. Everyone should be empowered to take care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have medication in hand and Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com, promo code locked on. This episode is also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% percent to provide even more value and now Price Picks offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. I had a rough week last week only hitting 2 of my 6. Thanks a lot, Bangles. I so, hear that a lot from you. I uh I haven't put together my picks for this week yet, but you know what? Go Kevin, the opposite. If you think you can do better than I did, then go for it. Just make sure to let me know. I how it goes. I told y'all yesterday.
1: I told y'all that the, the Bucks are gonna win. Money line was a was a
0: was a good turn. I took the Bucks, but this was the more or less picks. I picked, you know, Joe Mixon to have more or Nick Chubb to have more than half of a touchdown. Um, I I picked, pro,
1: yeah, the profit tough.
0: Yeah. But if you think you can do better than I did, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Again. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100 price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Wrapping things up here on a WTSP Wednesday edition of the locked on bucks podcast, James Yarko, Evan Klosky, and it's prediction time. So, Evan, let's start things off. We're going to do the bold prediction. We're going to do the player of the game. We're going to do the score prediction. But let's start things off with the bold prediction. How bold are you willing to get this week? Last week was like a on a scale of 1 to 10, it was like a 5 on the boldness. Eh, So Just getting into the season. I don't feel
1: like I have to go and jump right into the the darkest of coffee.
0: I got to, you know, work my way up. Like David's bold prediction being Zion McCollum getting an interception?
1: Yeah, see, that's that that's a little much. Um, <laughs> wish I would have went with Izzyan though. Uh man. Yeah, that was impressive. Uh and he looked impressive in a lot of regards. My bold prediction is that they're gonna do three again, three turnovers. Ooh, I just think I like the, that uh, I think that the the way that the Bears play, the way that Justin Fields plays, I think it's ripe. For the turnovers, I think eventually that faucet's going to run dry. But I think early on, while they have all their talent on the field, while they're healthy ish, again, we don't know about Cansey, see. Um, I think that they will have the ability
0: to force some turnovers as long as. You know the, the turnovers can dry up a little bit as long as they didn't go through a stretch of what was it like last year, or the eight. year before? I think it was eight, eight. it was in last year,
1: it was like last year. I think they went, I think they went eight or nine games in a row without yeah. a turnover.
0: It was real bad. So now, they
1: weren't turning the ball over either, but you know, right. I, I don't, I don't know how again, three zero, I don't know how many times you're going to get that, uh, in the season, but I do think they'll get three again. So, uh, and and then. And then the pessimism starts to weigh in, weigh in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I think we're all on the same page for week three, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the dismantling of the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. So in order to do that, Evan, who is going to be your predictive player of the game?
1: I'm going to go with Devin White. Uh, Looked looked like a man on the mission. Uh, I want my money. That was I Mm -hmm. want my money game. And, and he needs a lot more of those. The number one thing that stuck out to me was his patience. He wasn't over-pursuing. He was allowing plays to open up, and he wasn't, caught, you know, getting his hand caught in a cookie jar. He, he is explosive, always has been. It's just that he sometimes gets a little greedy, and it puts him out of position. So as long as he stays level-headed and, um, and takes care of business, I mean, I think we're talking about, again, uh, double-digit tackles, a sack – Maybe a sack and a half, a uh, forced fumble, something like that. Uh, he, he'll be all over the field once again.
0: All over yeah, the field it, on fields. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to toss fields around like a rag doll. Uh, and, and he wasn't just laying out hits. Like it seemed like every time he was involved in a play, these were like teeth rattling, yeah. bone crunching hits especially on guys you know, as big as Hawkinson, who he absolutely <coughs> laid out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's not messing him around. Levante. Yeah. Now, Le yeah. Levante's still a dude.
1: Uh, not, not, oh, as, yeah. uh, not, a, not as quick as he once was, but he, he's he's so cerebral, he makes up for it.
0: Well, he's not going to be as quick as he was when you have Vita Vea absolutely laying him out. I'm so glad that wasn't as bad oh as God. we all thought yeah, initially true. so that we can joke about it. All right. Justin Fields. DJ Moore, the Chicago Bears, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What are we going to be talking about at 4.05 when this game is over in terms of the score? Headline. Bucks win ugly again.
1: I think it's going to be another meh. Okay. Like, it's going to be a lot of Bucks games, as I say it's going to be a lot of meh. Um, 19 Buccaneers, 17 Bears. That's gonna be so. uh, Bears are gonna cover. Bucks will win. Bucks will go to two and zero, and uh, and people will start kind of revving up their engines a little bit, and that's that's when I'll get a little bit more worried about things. But at least at this time, with the humidity and heat on their side. With health on their side, I think they'll find ways to to make things work. As as Dave Canales now has a game underneath his belt, I think he'll be a bit more comfortable. I think Baker won't be as jittery early on. I think uh, it, it just um, I, I think they're ultimately going to settle for a, a little more field goals than you would like. But uh, let's uh, let's go with a nice little under and and a uh, and a bears cover but a bucks win
0: there's no bonus points for style there's no bonus points for uh beauty just get the job done head into philadelphia on monday night and and see what happens there i, I can't imagine that one's going to be too pretty uh at least not for the buccaneers but a 2-0 start how many people predicted that uh the answer is not many uh outside of you know me and you uh from at least on this show, so <laughs> shout out David who picked the Vikings to win. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow, crossover Thursday. It is me. It is Lauren Cox of Locked On Bears. I can't wait to just I, I'm I'm going to intentionally rile him up when I talk about Justin Fields and how absolutely terrible he is. So you're not going to want to miss miss that you're definitely going to want to watch it on YouTube because you're going to see the fire in his eyes, and it's going to be hilarious. But we want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen view review every single day. Make sure you are following on Twitter, at Locked On Bucks, at J. underscore Bucks, at E. WTSP. Check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Check out everything Evan is doing on 10 Tampa Bay and at 10TampaBay.com. And don't forget, you can join us Sundays on the Blitz on 10 Tampa Bay. Make sure yes. you can- to that hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy fire the cannons thank you so much for joining us right here on locked on bucks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day